0: Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. All right, that's our friends from Core
1: Discord, David Immendorf bringing us in. Jack, what's the name of that song? Uh, it's Deceiver by Core Discord. It's from that original album, the one that you actually, we got the shirts from that one time at, um, at one of the Christmas, yeah. It was, so It's from that first album, yeah. So thanks a lot, David.
0: Uh, hopefully you're now listening. Uh, if you want to hear uh, Core Discord, he's got a couple of tunes too out there. We're going to try to play as many as we can to lead us in. This is episode 18 of It All Boils Down to This. I'm your host, Jim Boyle. Along with me, I have Jack Boyle. Uh, Jack, uh, uh, real quick, let's just start off real quick. Army-Navy.
1: Uh, obviously, like, if if you—the way to watch that football game was to skip the first three quarters and tune in the fourth quarter, and you were in for a treat if you did that. It was a great end to that game. A lot of stuff happening. It was it was a fun watch. But, yeah, you, what you should do with Army-Navy, watch the pregame, the hour before the game, and then watch the fourth quarter. But the—I the, don't, I, don't even know. Yeah, the, it's a, what, what even how, That game was boring as hell for the first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter, really, both teams— I started scoring, I guess. They decided there was this,
0: um, it was a typical Army Navy game where, uh, except for the atypical part about the last 10 years, they ran the ball all the time. This time they were starting to throw the football. When Navy started to throw the football, they started to chunk yards in. And they got down to the, like I said, down to the one inch yard line. And, and I thought the, the quarterback sneak was probably not the smartest thing because they'd got his t- head taken off. Um, but the pageantry of it all is great. I think um, Foxborough showed off well. Um, I had Army as my lock, and if they had scored that touchdown, I would have lost my lock, so I'll take that. Uh, but again, just you're right, watching the first um, first hour, all the, all the guys marching in both sides, and I like the end where they do the national, the national anthems. So they do the alma maters of both teams. It's tough to be the team that loses, and like um, the guy said on TV there, that um, Brad Nessler
1: said it's good to be last with that. Well yeah cuz the winning team goes last so I guess I, yeah no no the problem with the the play at the the goal line there was not at the inch yard line they were on the 2 yard line they tried to do the QB sneak there's a bit too far to do that they 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 should have they should have just let the quarterback whatever roll out run in terms of put him in the shotgun and try and make a play like that instead of the way they did it. But I guess that's that's that is the most army navy way to end a football game is a little quarterback sneak up the middle, stop him right at the goal line and, and 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 who knows if they would have got the two point conversion anyways. But no, it was it was a it was a good game. It was a good game.
0: And it's always fun to watch. Um if you just have nobody you have no rooting interest, it's easy. Both teams gonna be the American with Temple next year too. So uh Temple's going to get to see both those teams. That they was, both
1: stink. I mean, They don't both stink. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They, again, Army lost to UMass and Navy lost to Temple. They both stink. They're not good. I don't even know where these six and five wins come from. And how does Army not make a bowl game going six and six? I don't really understand Not
0: sure. I, I looked that up. I'm not sure. Well, have to, well it really doesn't matter because those guys are going to be going and serving in like uh, Bosnia and places, Iraq. Well, they in want the to, they to play stuff. in the
1: bowl game. And I don't, right. I don't think we have troops in Iraq anymore.
0: Hey, do we? Yeah, we have troops everywhere. You'd you'd be surprised. <laughs> we do it. Even Iraq? Did they? Yes. Have yeah, we have to Iraq? have some people in Iraq. to At least keep the base, keep everybody happy. Yeah. It's Afghanistan. We pulled everybody out. That's
1: where it changes. We Sean can't... McDermott got us into Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what he said. <laughs>
0: yeah. we, well, 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 that's a good transition to NFL. We had a good NFL weekend, starting off with our boys, the uh, New England Patriots, with a pretty convincing win. Over the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, who are maybe the biggest fraud playoff maybe team in the in the history of playoff teams, but we'll start over with them if you want to. I don't know how you want to run down this. Well,
1: obviously, we'll start with the Pats. I, I got the whole list here, so we'll go with the Pats. Uh, the The crazy thing is about this Pats game, and the Pats were what two and ten going into it. A lot, the majority of people thought the Pats honestly were going to win this game. Like I know, me and you did. It was like it was. It, it was what I call it. It was a trap game in like the reverse way. It was a trap game that they were going to win because the Patriots are trying to lose. So the good result's losing. It was a trap game as in this Steelers team is not good. They're just not good. You are getting them on Thursday night. Anything can happen on Thursday night. Bill Belichick needed the win to go into that uh, to go into have his personality show on the the sh- the the ESPN Game Day for the Army Navy game. They just needed the win and they got it. And um, I have a few things to say. I don't know. Uh, you you watched the whole game, right? Yeah, I did. I, I have to say that
0: um, Zabby played a great first half. A couple of really yes. good catches, the good throws, put them in the right place. Uh, I mean, I, I really think he played really well first half. Second half, they died in offense. But they are always going to be, and Belichick is always going to be a defensive coach to start. I mean, if he can get the right, and I think he's made the point about McDaniels. If you get the right offense coordinator and the right quarterback here, um, you know, you're gonna win a lot more games than they did this year. I don't think they ever quit on him. I don't think the teams quit. I don't think the coaching staff quit. Maybe the owner has quit, but I give a lot of credit. The, the, you know, it's a game. A third. You're right. A Thursday night game. and The weather was miserable, uh, and they, they they come out and they played hard. And they and they won it deservedly. So and so, what if they get the third pick instead of the second
1: pick? I don't. Well, you know, they don't didn't. They actually didn't move. They. I, I know it, it could affect them in the long term, but they didn't. They still. They had still have the second pick. I'm pretty sure based off like tiebreakers or whatnot. Um, I had yeah, Zappy made made some really good throws, some really good plays in that first half. Hunter Henry, um, I they didn't have a lot of guys. Uh, the basically their whole receiving core is out, but that really doesn't matter because they're not good anyways. Hunter Henry, I feel like is pretty always always reliable. He's a good player to have on your team. You know, he's a good not obviously build around, but he's he's at least someone who you Correct. know if you were to build a team that's a playoff contending a contending team a Super Bowl contending team, he has a spot on my team. Um, T.J. Watt, who's the big player, blah, blah, blah. He was horrible, invisible in the first half. Pats did a great job on him. Second half, he dominated the game, I thought. The Pats special teams, horrible, horrible. That I Just horrible. It's been horrible for two, three years now. That's got to change. It, it's, honestly, it's a disgrace. Seeing. They, they should have lost that game, the amount of chances they get the Steelers. But Mitch Trubisky was the worst quarterback on the field by far. He's horrible. He's the worst quarterback in either of these two organizations is Mitch Trubisky.
0: It just goes to show you the— um what the value of a good quarterback is or good good talented um what's we going to call it? skill versus skill play skill players so we uh, I know we're going to go through all the other games and and I think you made the mention if Brock Purdy was here they'd won two games as well so
1: well no the point is that they almost took Mac Jones over Trey Lance with the third pick if they had taken Mac Jones with the third pick there's a chance we're talking about Mac Jones like this MVP candidate guy and this great player. Honestly, it's all a situation in the NFL means a lot. Is Mac Jones that bad or or is like the Patriots that bad and the situation he's in that bad? Is if he were on the Niners and he was had the stuff that um Brock Purdy had, would he would he be as successful as Brock Purdy? He probably would've. I think the Niners think
0: um uh, the uh Shanahan would have built his offense the same way. Um and all it is is you limit mistakes and if you're throwing to uh um Those receivers, Debo Samuel and the like, and you've got McCaffrey in the backfield. It's hard to make a mistake because you can always just dump to them. Uh, That also, I know we're going to talk about this game later on, too. That comes back to Patrick Mahomes, another one who's got his his receivers can't seem to catch the ball. Does that make him a poor quarterback or does that make him have crappy skill position players? Now they can double up on people like our good friend, uh, Mr. Swift there.
1: Yeah, and the last thing about the Patriots game that I'll say before we get on to the next games is um, one one more player that I'd like to shout out, just like um, Hunter Henry. He's a player. Jabril Peppers always plays hard. Really, he had the comments last week about how, we're, you know, you're lucky we're ass, blah, blah, blah. But he was telling the truth. I saw him after the game. They really wanted to win the game for, for Coach Belichick, I saw He's a guy I know. A lot of Pats fans have been saying this. It's like, I wish he was part of like the dynasty era of Pats. Just I've liked him since high school. I liked him. I was in Michigan. I liked Michigan almost not because of him, but him going to Michigan solidified my like for Michigan. Now I hate them. But he's just a guy who's always playing hard, and, and he's he's actually had a good year for them. Good. You like Michigan because he's from Jersey, right? Yeah, what was it? Yeah. What's the town called? Elizabeth? No, no, no. The no. big is it, it the town I'm pretty sure I always pronounce it wrong. Paramus. Oh, Paramus. You is it Paramus? It's pa- pra- not, Paramus. It's yeah. Paramus. Oh, I got it right. Yeah, you no, I'm almost that. positive he's from Paramus. That's good. There's another guy, um, Rashad, he went to Michigan. He was also a top recruit. I could be wrong about Peppers, but Rashad Gray, Gary, yeah, so you, 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 he's great. from pa- Paramus Correct. too. Paramus. New Jersey's like a crazy recruiting hotbed. Yeah, and Honestly, that's why we, that's we why talk you to Jay from that's Church. why you
0: bring coaches in that can recruit New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware area that uh, where all that football talent is. Not coaches who can't recruit like uh, our last two coaches at Temple. Okay, let's moving on. What's
1: what do we got next? He went to Paramus Catholic High School, so good for me. Um, I Thought he was Jersey. At least I got that right. No, yeah, yeah, I got the high school right though. That shows that I have been with him since day one. You okay, have. the next game, Tampa Bay beat Atlanta twenty-nine to twenty-five. Who cares? Uh, Indiana beat... Indiana lost by 20 to Cincinnati. uh, Indianapolis. I have this as IND. I I should have... (laughs) Indianapolis 14, uh, Cincinnati 34. That's a blowout for... Yes. But again, Cincinnati still has all that talent and the culture of j Trump's not going to like it, but the Colts are a fraud team. I mean, their I record's agree, they're fraud. They're no they're good. Fraud. They're fraud. They're not a good— it, who's What's the difference between them and the Patriots, honestly? Is, are they that much better not than much, the Patriots? Not, not much. Not even close. But but back to Cincinnati,
0: you're right. Again, the Brownie kid comes in has two great games. They've structured the offense, what he can do. Just look at the talent, you know, And though. he's throwing the talent. He's got running back t- like uh, They have two great receivers, right? Higgins and Chase. Chase, yeah. Is, and Higgins been, the, and is he been healthy, Higgins? Yeah, he's been playing. And, and um, what's his name? Mixon is the running back. Plus, they have a very solid defense, good kicker. Yeah, you know, they they have a chance, outside chance, without Joe Burrow, make the playoffs. But again, it, again, the playoffs it, it's in skills, the skill.
1: Oh, we'll talk about there's what like 10, 12 teams. Yeah,
0: yeah, like everyone's seven and six. That's the NFL in six. this day That's and age. What they want it to be. With the
1: offense. I'm telling you, receivers are they're not as important as quarterbacks and as important as left tackles, but they're they're right there. They're they're honestly unique. If you don't have, if you look at the top teams, they all basically have top tier skill position talent. They,
0: yeah, they have to. Right. And
1: the Chiefs are the only one that kind of doesn't, but they do still have Travis Kelsey. And It's the like people complain to Patriots, well, Brady don't have anything. It's like, he, I know they were hurt every once in a while, but he, he always had Gronk, the best tight end ever. And for the most time, besides the one season when Edelman was hurt, he had Edelman who could catch the ball. Well, the thing about Brady is— Reliable it's, guy to throw yeah, to Yeah,
0: people forget about Brady was his first four, or five, six years he was in the league, he was a— he was like Brock Purdy. He don't make a mistake, read the defense, make the right play, move the ball down the field, eat some clock, let the defense help us win. Then they trade. Then they, they move to the, ran, <clears throat> the Randy Moss type of player uh, from Randy Moss through his last few years with Gronk. I mean, he had some really good talent on, on offense. So oh, that, that argument, really is, your, your argument is absolutely right. If you don't have talent, you're not going to win no matter what. The
1: only issue with comparing Brady to Brock Purdy is, like, they're probably comparable to teams, the 49ers and the Patriots, like in terms of their rosters. Brock Perry's not winning three Super Bowls like Brady did, though. <laughs> like, there's... No,
0: and, and he's not because um, they, they, he, has a, he, has, he has so much he's more talent. He's not as good as Tom Brady. Those first three Super Bowl champs that, uh, the Patriots had, you know, if you take Adam Ben and Terry off those teams, they might not win. But they did not have the greatest skill position players, you know, Troy Browns and, you know, all sorts of weird—who was the running back? A big guy running back they picked up for the second and third one. But, again— uh, it all comes down. If you have the talent, you have a quarterback who's smart and doesn't make mistakes, you're going to win football games. If, if but they, that's what's happened with Browning versus Minshew or whoever. Browning played great and Minshew
1: played shitty. If they had a competent kicker, they still probably would have won two. Obviously, the first one, they that was all Vinatieri. But they still probably would have won two. Uh, Jacksonville, Cleveland. How about this one? Cleveland beat Jacksonville. Uh, this is a dagger for Jacksonville here when when everything's getting tight. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what, though? They're going to win the division, so it doesn't matter. Cleveland beat Jacksonville 31-27. When the game, uh, Jacksonville scored a touchdown. They had 20, it was 31 21. Jacksonville scored a touchdown to make it 31 27, a four point game. Right. I remember this. And tell me. Doug this. Peterson went for two. Now it ends up not mattering, but say you do get the on say you on there's a minute left, you onside kick, you're 20 yards away from being a field goal range to tie the game. Well, I don't understand what going for two does there. If you get it, you could kick a game winning field goal. I have no idea what going for two does there. Honestly, I have no idea. It takes Can you I say, out of uh, if you don't get it. It take it makes it means you have to get a touchdown to-, to win the game instead of just a field goal.
0: No excuse. I don't understand either. You know what? Somebody upstairs said down we should go for two because then you know maybe you you know who now now fire oh. There, I had to look. Look at what are the tiebreakers,
1: and are the tiebreakers point differential? That doesn't oh, make a one difference. Versus one versus one. You know what the number one tiebreaker is. Wins and losses. You got to win the games. Well, they weren't going to win the game. You're yes, thinking, they could have. They weren't. Yeah, how? What's the last what successful do you mean? last successful once I kick NFL? When it was doesn't. It? Who cares? But I think they still might have timeouts too, and, and a chance to get the ball back. That doesn't matter though. They, even I if, agree if with you're, you're talking point know. differential, which I know it's not, because JTF did text me the tiebreakers last night, and I'll get them for you. But point differential, they're they're one back where they could have been if they kicked the extra point. I'm just saying. saying I'm trying to
0: think what the logic was for that. It doesn't make any sense to me either. So. Again, they were going to lose that game. They're uh, not going to get all-side kick, so they're going to lose. And their quarterback goes in half hurt anyway, and they stayed within striking distance of Cleveland. Uh, again, then, it's just a matter of Cleveland's playing with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is leading the Cleveland Browns over Trevor Lawrence. I mean, come on. Yeah,
1: no, good for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah what do you got? Uh, the tiebreakers are head-to-head first. Which we understand. I knew that. Division record second. Division, I understand. And then that. record versus common opponents third. And then I have this sex right after. I forgot this happened during the game. I think they were talking about the Eagles offensive coordinator. Who's really, I guess, doing a great job? Going to get a job? Uh, they're really high on him. Tariko is talking about his coaching history and yeah. one of, his, or it might not have been his coaching history. It could have been where he played high school football. And you could tell Tariko was like just fed this information because he 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 ran by. He, the, guess where he went to high school? He went to Robert E. Lee High School. Oh gee, they went right <laughs> by like, that He Just one. went right by it real quick. He's <laughs> like
0: uh, Robert. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. But
1: yeah, J. trev So those are the tiebreakers from J. trev But yeah, I don't going for two. Why. They're one of the worst decisions. And I've the ever Jacks seen
0: You're right. The jacks might still win. No doubt about it, but uh, again, I've got four teams. When we could, when we're all done with this, I got the four teams I have questions on as we go forward. So next game,
1: this is the um, big like crazy. You, you I didn't watch a second of this, but you, you look at it and you're like, what the hell is this score? Uh, the Jets beat the uh, the the Houston um, the Tex the Jets beat the Texans thirty to six.
0: Yeah, Stroud got hurt, could cut cussed early, and Mac Wilson played phenomenally Zach. over Zach Wilson. Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. Mac Jones, Zach Wilson played phenomenally over his head. You know that's a really good defensive team they have. And uh, again, with a competent quarterback, they'd have made the playoffs. Not saying they'd win everything, but a competent quarterback to make the playoffs. I think. The what biggest, about with the Hall of Fame quarterback? I, I think the biggest drawback there is Sala is definitely an off a defensive coach doesn't know how to handle a young quarterback, so he probably would have been better shape with the. And also, Hackett's their um, OC, and he's terrible. He was terrible, and um, and He's terrible here. But that's a that's an interesting game. Houston just shit the bed. Houston's not like Indianapolis. Not like who else? You know, all those fraud teams that are sitting out there. there's fraud. Houston's a fraud. Cleveland, not Cleveland. Who's the other fraud? Indianapolis fraud. Tennessee fraud. Even Jacksonville's probably a fraud.
1: Well, you can't like ten. You can't. I don't think Tennessee. Like you got to be to be a fraud, you have to have some like good. Steelers. I don't like. Tennessee oh, Steelers. Just are, sucks.
0: That's right. Steelers are a fraud. You're right. It's
1: like Carolina fraud. No, they just suck. They're not a fraud. Um then the, here's a, what made one of the better there was actually a lot of good ended up being a lot of good games baltimore beat the ravens not the ravens baltimore beat the rams, the rams. I, I i can't do this again where i do it like this i got to get the scores up the ba- baltimore beat the rams in overtime uh walk off punt returns are always fun i feel like they happen quite often they happen more the than walk off on yeah they did they, they uh
0: that was a that was a game where baltimore Probably should have won that game a lot bigger than they did, mm-hmm. uh, but Stafford has just come up big. That that Rams team is, is sneaky, sneaky dangerous if they can make the playoffs because they got they, again they have pretty good skill position players, and they got a good quarterback and they got a pretty decent defense. But uh, again, going on the road, Baltimore weather was horrible. Had a chance to win, got the ball punted away, punt return pick punt six whatever we call it. But uh, Baltimore is a, a team to reckon with.
1: Yeah, I don't know if the 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 Rams are deep enough to like win the Super Bowl or really even win a playoff game. But um mm-hmm. well, I'm not saying they're so deep enough to play. Here's another um two point conversion thing. So the Rams I think I agree with this. The Rams, they went for two up five yeah. with five minutes left. So this was to go up seven instead of six. They went for two with five minutes left. They didn't they didn't get it. Baltimore came down and scored. With I think like two a minute left, Baltimore right. came down and scored with a minute left, which put them up one. Now they go for two, get it, and go up three. The Rams end up coming down and in the minute, kicking a field goal, center to overtime. But if you think about it, if they had kicked the if they had kicked the extra point the first time to go up six instead of seven, they would have won the game. But I think I think when you're down I think both guys made the
0: right choice. You can't chase points first yeah. of all. I well, that's that, that. That's not what they're doing here. But secondly, you gotta you play the number. Says three is better than two. Because the field goal beats you. Six, seven is better than six because the touchdown and extra point beat you. I understand why they do that. And it's funny. You, you probably can go back and see that everywhere else. You know, why did you go for three? Why did you go? Why did you kick the extra point here and didn't go for two there? But again, it just comes down to show uh, somebody's upstairs like Ernie Adams was and telling the coach, this is what we do. There's got to be a sheet somewhere out there. Maybe we can ask Jay Trev that question. Can he get us the sheet that that says when you go for two, when you don't? It's go like for two? the
1: um, the black track thing, the book yeah. on black track. Yes. When when yeah, no. what do you it, do you hold? There's I, clearly there's, there's no one. sheet because everyone's got to be stupidly. a sheet. No there's there's obviously no, there's, there's not a sheet. There's not one for college. What we should do is develop a sheet. We should have Trev should develop a sheet. Okay, let's do that. And we'll get we'll get some help from Rob and his math and maybe maybe some Kevin help too. So we got Jay Trev. We need a two point conversion sheet. We got the two smart guys, Rob
0: Imadorf and uh, Kevin, Kevin of uh, Kevin. We're not allowed to say his last name. Oh right, yeah, good. And uh, we've got J Trev, who is the scout. So why don't we think about this? If you guys are listening, start jotting down some numbers so we can figure when do when do you go for it, when don't you, and why? Uh, because there's always going to be a logic why. All right, who's did, our next? Did I say team? Kevin's
1: last name there? No. Okay, good. Yeah, Kevin. Um, Kevin. Kevin. Um. Uh, where were we? Oh, Chicago. How about this? The Detroit. Another f- Detroit's a fraud team. I got them on my list. They suck. They did. T- it's every other week. They suck. They're, 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 they 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 play like moments. their coach. They're emotional like their coach. He's up and down, high and low, everything. Uh, the Bears beat them twenty-eight to thirteen. Are the Bears sneaky decent? I think what's
0: happening right now is they're going to make a difficult decision, even more difficult. Just I think they're gonna keep Fields him. is playing really well right now. Has he turned the corner? Has the coach, who is an offensive coach, uh, who the offense they switched the coordinators right? Offensive coordinator got fired in Chicago. I
1: don't remember. I don't, got, they got, I don't think they, so. I, the defense. Remember the defensive coordinator. Yeah, had the defensive coordinator fired.
0: I think. I think Fields is figuring it out. And if he figures it out, then you got two picks in the top three, almost four. And you could really. Well, they the, won't be
1: top four with how many games they're winning. Right. Now. You could really one. Well, 10, they have the number one pick. They're getting the number right, one pick. Right. That's so, a two. They have two so games. So they on could, that trade now. That. They're they're gonna could trade that. They're going to trade it again. Like could they could have three.
0: They could have three picks in the top. 15. If
1: they, I, if they I would do this right, trade down to two or three. If someone's, if one of those, if that two or three team is sold on Caleb Williams. Right, right. Take Marvin Harrison and then take the left tackle with your other pick Correct. from Penn State. I don't doubt it. So you get, you get, agree, you get more draft capital with the trade from number one down, which they already have a ton because they got the number, they, what they got from trading from like one to four last year yes. was, is what they, what they got for it was the number one pick this year and more. So you do that and then you get your franchise left tackle. Hopefully you get,
0: one Grand of the best receiver. wide
1: receivers that's ever came into the draft, and then you see the quarterback, if you can't play with this, you can't play with anything. Well, I
0: think it comes down to are they sold on fields or not, right? I think, they, I think they're going to It come stay down to are you sold on fields. If you're sold on fields, you do that. If you're not, you move him. And I'm telling you, one guy who really loved fields coming on the draft, you know who that was? Me? Bill Belichick. I liked him. Belichick loved him. Belichick thought he might slide down to him, and he, he just— I think the Bears picked him, like, 12th or something. The Bears
1: game. traded up for him, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, and they traded past the Patriots and took him. He loved—if I if I remember that very correctly, uh, Bill loved Fields. I can't imagine Bill dealing with him. Bill's not stupid. He loves a good quarterback. Well, who said he was good? Well, he's he's, he's starting to play better. They beat Detroit. All right, the, ne-
1: the next game, a historic NFL game, but actually it's not. Minnesota 3, uh, the Raiders 0. So, score no. No. They said, I think I don't know if this forty seventh or forty eighth time it's happened in NFL history. The NFL and sucks. I'll tell you
0: something: if I pay two hundred fifty bucks to go see that football game, I'd not be a happy camper. That's, that's uh, no talk. Both teams well, fraud, fraud. Like, that coach, like that fraud, that
1: whole thing. Like I said last week. Like I said last week. The Premier League has had, I don't know if I said this in the podcast, the Premier you League has had yesterday. 3 zero, zero draws in the entire season. There's been more Premier League games than NFL games this year. The NFL's had a game, because you guys like to complain zero zero boring, boring. The NFL just had a game where zero touchdowns were scored. And that's I, happened that's I happened multiple that. times this year. Did that happen to the Patriots? Yes. Cuz they lost six nothing. Was that yes. two field goals? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. happened multiple times this year. No points were no touchdowns were scored. You you make up these points. Touchdowns are worth 7. It's like someone makes a good points. Like if it's 28 to 21, the score is 4 to 3. It's not 28 to 21. But again, it's that imagine watching I'm all those gonna commercials. I, I'm not going to defend I'm not going to that
0: that was that is a horrible 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 thing to watch. The NFL is also a weird thing, you know. It's 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 all it's five seconds of action and, and a minute of no action, and five seconds of action and thirty seconds of no action. Then a commercial, and you get two and a half minutes. So I agree with you on, to some extent. I don't understand the Premier League or I don't understand international soccer oh, and all the saying. all the passing shit around. But I understand the the, the, the how the football works, and I'm watching the play. I like to watch the replay. So there's a there's a give and take it, But a thirty nothing score. Let's move on to the next game. Do you, Do
1: you know Jabril Peppers won both the 100 and 200 meter dash in the New Jersey, 2013 Meet of Champions, That's becoming awesome. only the second person to ever do so. Look at
0: that! That's amazing stats, Jack. Jack's looking <laughs> stuff up as Yeah, no, to. I got
1: lost in. Um, yeah, you get lost. This no, is what I, happens. Guy's to Jack. Great. Like, Jack is
0: like a squirrel. Sometimes. No, he's great. Squirrel. He's honestly,
1: he's great. Okay. Um, oh. oh, we're almost getting to the real good. The two real good games. Uh, actually, one of them was that good, but. Um, well, San Francisco beat Seattle twenty eight to sixteen. That was going on when that Chiefs game was going on. Nobody was really paying attention to it. At least I wasn't. San Francisco, they have to be the best team in the NFL right now. There's no way. I, I guess you could maybe argue the Cowboys, but they killed the Cowboys. So
0: Yeah, I, I would go if we were to drag I think right now the Niners, but again, everybody's gotta stay healthy. What happens if McCaffrey bums up a knee or hurts a shoulder yeah, The or Niners the or conditionally
1: on their guys staying healthy, obviously. Correct. Yeah. Everyone's if one, like that though. No, because, yes. like, no, I think they're more—like, yes. if C.D. I Lamb got hurt, it would be less of an impact than if, like, Samuel got hurt, I think, because the quarterback's just better. That, that could, That's true. That could solve that problem more than Purdy.
0: I think in that situation, if, if McCaffrey gets hurt, they can afford to lose D.D. but they can't afford to lose McCaffrey. That's how I look at that in the San Francisco side. Yeah, probably. don't think they can.
1: All right, here's the big game with everyone's talking about today. Uh, Buffalo beats Kansas City. Finally, they win in uh, Arrowhead 2017. A lot of stuff went on in that game. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. What do you, I'll let you start. I have a bunch. Well, I'll start
0: off with the fact that Kansas City might be the most overrated team that ever played football right now because they have a great quarterback, and they have receivers who have bricks for hands, and they can't catch the football. They can't hold on to the football. They got lucky The Kelsey, uh, he, when he dropped, he fell right on top of um, they played against Josh Allen who made an absolutely horrible interception, through an interception that, that just was horrible instead of getting rid of getting rid of it and punting. Punting. Uh, but they're just I got they're going nowhere right now with those skilled position players and, and I would go back to saying who the hell has drafted these players or traded for these players? Whoever the GM is of Kansas City, he deserves much of the blame because what are you looking at? How do you pre- Like right. Tony, they brought in from them, uh, the Giants last year, right? They won a Super Bowl. With he was great in the Super Bowl. They won Bowl last a Super Bowl with that crap, and now they said, let's roll the dice again. You know, the Tariq Hill thing, I understand money wise, but that just completely shot the hell out of their offense. I don't know if they have the, the ability to win three games, especially because they're going to have to go on the road as well now to make a Super Bowl back. I'm very disappointed in that. I'm very disappointed in the quarterback. You know, maybe it's not all his fault, but, you know, it's just been de- – I look at that team as – it's his opportunity lost.
1: All right, so I'm not blaming the the executive. I'm not blaming the front office for this because the Chiefs' front office where they've picked in the last years – and this is, like, more so on the defensive end. They've had great drafts the past couple of years. Defensively, but yes. Where where you blame is – wasn't there a guy like uh, um, – Sean Hopkins was available, right, as a free agent. He was available to right. uh, – you had to pay him that's on the ownership is 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 them not going and getting the guy like deshaun watson i think this offseason you'll see watson. Deshaun, deshaun deshaun what am i, what, uh, I who, who are we talking about uh, i don't know receiver Desha- hopkins deandre hopkins, hopkins. hopkins. i don't know why odell you, you, beckham was available you're no, too. you're no help when i get uh, names wrong because you're even you're 10 times worse than I i'm letting like, so you yeah. forget those names. all right hopkins. makes me look good yeah you're, you're actually throwing right. me off okay so deandre hopkins they should have been in on him, 100. That's that's on the ownership, not the front office. The front office has done a good job putting the team together. They've done what they can, and they've they've tried to you know get these. What what happened last year is they did. Uh, Smith Schuster went yes, crazy in the yes. Super Bowl, and Tony had a great Super Bowl. It's like how did that happen? You know how lucky they were to get those. Down did scaling, out of those guys? too, right? I don't know if they had him last year.
0: No, the two years. I don't years think so. He's right. horrible. He, he can't, can't catch the ball this year.
1: So the Chiefs thing. So everyone right now is all about this. Patrick Mahomes is a big crybaby. Chiefs get all the calls. Blah 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 blah. They're so hated, and and it's main they you know, they play New England next week. It's mainly New England fans yeah. pushing all this because they hate the Chiefs more than you would more than you would believe. But everyone complaining about the stupid offsides and Mahomes is a crybaby. Well, I can't just I can't I can't take that. It's annoying. Mahomes shouldn't have done it. It's annoying from all these people that are holier than thou about oh they get all the calls. It's like last week they didn't. Last week there was the most blatant pass interference of all time that they didn't get. Right, it, it happens. Right. The refs it happens. What it sucks about that is the fact that Tony lined up offsides, and honestly, if we if we really talk about it, that might have been like the greatest play. Of that I, time. I was going to say you would have had the greatest play, one of the top ten plays all time, and threw NFL that ball history. twenty yards. He threw yeah, it like twenty yards. <laughs> it, it was
0: he threw it twenty yards right on the numbers. Yeah, right a, on the numbers. a true yep, a true
1: jaw dropping moment. And the best thing about that is Josh Allen would have had timeouts and a minute left to go down the field and get an, an answer. Right. It would have been it would have all been right. a, a great game if that penalty wasn't called but right. again you have to call the penalty i get they're saying some stuff about you know they um okay. yep. they have to check in with the the the, the ref yeah. supposed to check and yeah. wave but tony didn't even look at the ref that guy's an idiot the ref um, i heard i heard somebody say today that
0: the line judge there wants to be able to at least see the football and tony was in his vision to see the football he was. That's how bad he was. That's yeah. how far he was. No, if you look at the picture, uh, it was that, horrible. Just but just everyone's, a, just everyone's
1: a, really mad at Mahomes right now. Like, really. like yeah, well, primary, I have to blah, be blah, blah, blah. at somebody. And he's just never he's never been, like, in this position in his life. Now, what I will say is his anger was at his team and was at his receivers, and he took it out on the refs. The refs, right. And so did yeah. Reed. And I saw somebody on Twitter. I was like, well, that's bad leadership taking on the refs. He should call out his teammates. What are you talking about? It's good leadership call to out call it the refs and not call it your teammates. I'm going to compare it because we're going there without this guy. We're going there this weekend. We're going to Anfield. And what happened last year oh, at Anfield— Oh, Jesus H. You have to hear this point. What oh happened God, last year at Anfield me. is we lost 7-0, and it was the worst Man United performance probably of all time. And all 11 players, zeros. Zeros out of 10. All 11 players. But there was one player who got all the attention— who got all the blame, and who took all the blame, and that was Bruno Fernandes. And everyone are going to rip on him, blah, blah, blah. He's suspended for the game this year, probably a good thing. Uh, But everyone was ripping on him, and he took it all, and nobody even talked about anybody else that played in that game. And what I'm seeing this morning, nobody's even talking about Tony right now. Nobody's even talking about right, Rashad Mahomes, Rice right. fumbling the ball. Nobody's talking about all the drops they've had this year. They're talking about Mahomes being a crybaby. So you know what? Take if that's the, what the it flag. takes. That's what it takes.
0: Just for our listeners out there, Anfield is Liverpool's home stadium. So uh, do not watch like this weekend. Anfield. Do they, not watch. Anfield. Don't watch. You please watch because I want to see. you uh, is really struggling.
1: All right, football next. Real I have football. to say, they, real they, football. They, so NBC. We're going to skip real football. So yeah, we'll go NBC. Did I just before we get to this game, NBC. Played a commercial for the Liverpool-United um, game. Tariqo actually did like a live read. Right after they did the read, Dak had the fumble that was recovered for a touchdown. Literally That's right funny. after. It's yeah. We're in trouble this weekend with these omens. Right. But a uh, couple omens. more things on the Chiefs game. We got to talk This Chiefs game, was, it, this is why we, we spend time talking about all these crap games. We've got to spend a lot of time on this Chiefs I game. I just want to hear what's your take then. What do you think? Allen made some great plays third down yes. out of the pocket. So he made one of the best plays ever. That throw that somebody line. stayed in, uh, yep. it was unbelievable. But you. then again, he sometimes makes dumb plays out. Of Which the he did like on that. that. Which is the give and take that you get with them. And then the last thing, the Bills' clock management. Sean Mc, again, we got the guys up in the thing with the sheets and all this. What about yeah. the timeout sheets? And the two, they ran the play, the right play to get the screen to Diggs yep. to get to the two minute warning, but he drops it. So then, the next play, you have to get to the two-minute warning. What do they do? They take a shot. And they, they throw they another completion. They basically give the Chiefs all the time in the world with, with to yep. to do whatever they wanted. And luckily, they didn't. They didn't get it done. But yeah, I've already made my Sean McDermott joke, so I won't make this next one I have. But. Oh, what's the next show? A joke? I'm curious. Uh, just if I'm the perp- if the perpetrators of 9/11 had his clock management skills, the world would be a much different place today.
0: Oh, that's not even funny. <laughs> that's not even funny. Yes, I'll tell is. you one thing though. Ball, Buffalo, if they get in the tournament, can be dangerous because their quarterback can win games on his own. Buffalo, and they got pretty good skill. They don't have a great defense. Good skill. I wouldn't be shocked. They got to get into the tournament. If They get in the tournament, they could cause some problems with a team like Kansas City, a team like um, even Miami. they they've handled Miami pretty well. So that's ball full. All
1: right, Denver beat uh, the Chargers. Denver's now one game back on the I Chiefs. Know, one game. They they got beat by 50-plus points, right, like against They uh, gave it 70 points in a game. Yeah. And they are now one game back of the Chiefs. They don't yeah. play them, so that could be tough. But I don't know what the schedules look like. I would still imagine the Chiefs from the division. but Chiefs got the Patriots, so that's good for the Chiefs. Yeah, that, that should be a get-right game for them. And then Sunday night, the Dak show, Dallas beats Philly 33-13. to 13. Fraud team.
0: I told you, dad. I told your dad. I told Pop, my father. I told them that they were fraud. They were fraud. They were just sneaking by on on spitting on spitting spittin bailing wire or whatever the hell they do to keep it going. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Eagles are on my list of the fraud. My, uh, just so I, before we go out, my fraud list is uh, Eagles, Lions, Jags, and Chiefs. Those are my frauds. Frauds Eagles, for the week. Eagles,
1: Lions, Jags, and Chiefs. Yeah, those are my four frauds. Four All frauds. Right. All right. If, if the— if, if you picked the Eagles to like go to the Super Bowl. I know say, I did, but I watched. No, you picked for them three to weeks win the Super Bowl. To... No, you picked the Bills.
0: I watched them for three weeks to win the Super Bowl, and they're terrible. Oh. Yeah, they're horrible. Their, Their defense, defense is, is terrible. terrible. Oh my god, it's
1: bad. It's bad. And but... then they got the guy, the dude. So here's the other one: big play, Slay. Calls himself Big Play Slay on the intros. He got mad at Mike Tarico in their meeting for calling him Darius, which is his name. So don't call me Darius. It's Slay or Big Play Slay. It's like this guy stinks. It's the same thing as um, James Shields, Big Game yeah, James. Yeah, I remember him? Yeah. Big Game James. Big Game James's playoff record. I looked this up. He's three and six with a five seven ERA. Big Game James. These stupid nicknames. Ugh. So yeah, he got okay, he, he got he got he roasted got all game. Yep, on the did. other side, Gilmore. Steve, Stephon Gilmore played for the Pats, great player. Unbelievable game, locked up A.J. Brown. Uh, zero offensive touchdowns for Philly. Their offense, talk about their defense, their offense sucked that game, too. Jalen yeah. Carter got the scoop and score right after the Anfield ad. I'll
0: tell you something that's funny, but real quick, uh, their, their quarterback's banged up because he runs all over the place. So they, they're gonna, they'll struggle if he's banged up. They always will. If he's not healthy, they're going to struggle, just like Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. That type of quarterback you struggle with if they're banged up, and he is banged up right now.
1: Yeah, that, that dude, who was it? It was uh, David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, yep. who said that he got so much heat for saying they should bench him for a little bit yeah. and play Mariota and let him get healthy because there's no way the Eagles are in the Super Bowl with him banged up and That's not fully healthy. Yeah. He got annihilated for that take. He could have been right. Last thing, I, there was a ton of flag in that game, but the last thing I have, the Cowboys kicker, Brandon Aubrey, showed why Ooh. you should never, ever, 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 ever draft a kicker. Why well, you should never ever draft a kicker. Well, this guy never, never kicked never in college. He never played football in right, his life. He was never, a first right. round pick in the MLS draft yep. from Notre Dame. Why would you ever draft a kicker like the Patriots did this year who sucks? Even oh he's getting a call. Even the 49ers drafted a kicker this year and um and he's not been great and he was great in college. Never draft a kicker. You can find him anywhere. He had a 45-yarder, a 50-yarder, a 59-yarder, and a 60-yarder. I know, I know it's indoors. But, look, you can find these guys anywhere, these soccer players. I say our goalkeeper for Man United right now stinks. He stinks. But I do have to say the way he kicks the ball, I think he could be one of the best kickers in the NFL. So, Bill Belichick, totally no more drafting kickers.
0: I'm sure that when Jay Trev comes up, because uh, this will take us forever with Jay Trev, but he'll probably have him player of the week. So that's it for the NFL. Uh, just so you know, we're recording this on Monday, the 11th of December. So we won't have the two Monday night games going tonight. So uh,
1: I guess we'll go. Yeah, there's two, go to, isn't Yeah, there? two tonight. What are they there? There. I don't even know. No, know. no. It's um. Uh, there's one. Uh, should uh, I have th- written that down? The Dolphins are playing. Yeah. So I know that's a team. So uh Jay Chubb's got us in a big AFC playoff picture matchup on Sunday. The Browns defeated the Jags 31 to 27 to move to eight and five and a full game ahead of the pack of six teams that sit at seven and six. In the process, the Browns moved to an impressive six and one at home and handed the Jaguars their second loss in a row, where they now sit at eight and five. You could spend an entire podcast alone dissecting the AFC playoff seating, but the Browns deserve some extra attention this week. The quarterback position has been a complete mess all season for the Browns, mostly revolving around Deshaun Watson's underwhelming play and the injuries that he has dealt with. But with his season-ending shoulder injury a few weeks ago put the team in an even tougher situation. The front office and Kevin Stefanski deserve a ton of credit for being proactive, and rather than accepting their fate with the guys they had in the house, they went out and signed Joe Flacco off the street. His first start last week against the Rams ended in a loss, but there were plenty of positive signs the offense could operate at a functional level. Those positive vibes carried over to this week's game against Jacksonville, in which Flacco and the offense scored 31 points and gained nearly 400 yards. The Browns were able to score a touchdown every quarter, and even though the defense deserves plenty of credit for forcing four turnovers and giving the offense more opportunities, the offense was efficient moving the ball all afternoon and avoiding any sort of funk where the Jags gain some momentum. The offensive line had a really good day against Josh Allen, the defensive guy, Josh Allen, and the Jaguars' pass rushers allowing only one sack. They didn't run the ball all too successfully, but they remained committed enough to pick up some key first downs and keep the Jaguars honest. Flacco did turn the ball over twice, which made the game closer than it had to be. But the offense looked as good as it has all season, outside of Watson's first half, uh, first final, outside of Watson's final half of his season in the comeback win over the Ravens. Stefanski had a great day calling plays and not overcomplicating things for Flacco. Throwing the ball 45 times isn't a sustainable recipe for success, but a lot of those 45 attempts were quick game concepts that simply were one or two progression reads. The Browns' defense is a top-five unit in football with their ability to force turnovers and create pressure up front, with which they proved against Sunday. Trevor Lawrence, albeit a less than 100% version of himself, was seeing ghosts for much of the game and route to three interceptions. As long as Flacco and the offense play at a competent level, this is a playoff-caliber team that shouldn't have to sweat out the crowd playoff race in the conference. Wow. Well, that's high praise for the, um, for the Browns.
0: Yes, it is. And, again, he made a, a, one, one very good word he used there was efficient. Again, we go back to Flacco, how to be efficient. He didn't have to be great for them to win. And he came in. He did what a veteran does. He learned. He's going to learn because he, it's a quicker learning curve for him as well. He was efficient. I don't know if they make the playoffs, but their defense is going to make the playoffs, but efficient. Boy, j Trapp's getting more and more long-winded every week, isn't
1: he? Mm, that was about the same oh, as God. always. The oh, Lions God. have not been playing well over the last month. On Sunday, the Lions thoroughly outclassed the—on f- Lion- on- i got to print these out. On-, on Sunday, the Lions were thoroughly outclassed by the 5-8 and eight Bears, who in their own right deserve a lot of credit for how they are playing. Through the first nine weeks of the season, they look like a borderline top-five team in football. Maybe they can find a way back to that caliber over the final quarter of the season, but there are some troubling things going on in Detroit recently. Most of it revolves around the defense, and there have been some flashing warning signs about this group for quite some time now. Since the Ravens blew the doors off the Lions in Week 7, the Lions defense ranks 31st in success rate. In more practical terms, that means on down-to-down basis, the Lions defense is playing better than one other team in the league. In that game in Baltimore, the Ravens put out a clear blueprint of film on film of how to take advantage of this unit that almost all the Lions opponents have had great success. If you remember from the second half of the 2022 season, the Lions were one of the nicest stories in the league, showing a ton of growth under Dan Campbell behind a fun and efficient offense, aggressive decision-making, and some turnover luck. The defense was never part of that equation. In fact, it was one of the worst units in the league. In the offseason, the Lions used the draft and free agency to upgrade the personnel, especially in the secondary. Unfortunately, they've lost two of their three big secondary signings to injury, and their first-round linebacker Jack Campbell has his head spinning out there on the middle of the defense. Defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn returned with a strong vote of confidence from Campbell, but he has never been known as a Jim Schwartz or Steve Spagnuolo type that varies coverage and fronts to mess with offenses. The defense he calls built on a high too, on a two high on two high concepts that are meant to prevent game-breaking plays and dare the offense to stay committed to the run. This isn't different from a lot of other coordinators out there, but when the pass rush isn't getting home like it was the first 6 weeks, turnovers aren't being forced at the same rate and the personnel hasn't gotten much better when considering the injuries, you get a static unit that can be taken advantage of. The offense looked inept for much of the day against Chicago, but week to week there isn't much to be concerned about there. With a defense like this, the Lions won't be able to compete with the class of the NFC. Yeah, I agree. They they stink.
0: I totally agree. I, one of my fraud teams the defense is terrible. Uh but again, they're going to they could win the uh, the North. Right? Who? Detroit. The only team going to compete with the Packers. The pa- like, I'll take the, the Packers. George right Lovelett Packers, but I think that's spot on again, like I said, I'm surprised that's one of my teams he picked up there, which was two of my teams. He had the offense, so it was Cleveland, against Jags, and he had the Lions defense. So I totally agree with those both. What do we got for player of the week?
1: Since I felt nice this week, I had a few nominations for player of the week. Matt Stafford and Lamar Jackson were throwing haymakers back and forth all afternoon in perhaps the most fun game I have seen this season. Stafford made two of the best throws I've seen this season, including the opening touchdown pass to Cooper Cup and the late third down conversion to Puka Nakua. Lamar continues to show insane growth as a passer and mental processor in a totally revamped offense. It was an incredible game of offensive football, which was refreshing to see after some of the ineptitude that we have seen. Zach Wilson played the best game of his career against the Texans, throwing for 300 yards and two touchdowns and avoiding the inevitable turnover. The most impressive part of the performance was how all the damage was done in the second half after some halftime adjustments. It's not like Hacken and the offense had some great game plan going into this one. They scored zero points in the first 30 minutes, and it felt like every first down play call was the same, a handoff into a stacked box. Credit to the staff for unleashing Wilson in the offense in the second half, which should be the plan going forward. Dak Prescott has to get another shout-out as well. It was nice to see Dak prove himself against an upper-echelon team in the league, which has been what many NFL folk were waiting to see. The ball feels like it is going to be completed every time it leaves his hands. And no one is hotter than he is right now. His teammate kicker Brandon Aubrey is a weapon as well. He's yet to miss a field goal this season and hit two field goals from 59 and 60 in this game, both of which hit the net and may have been good from 70. We knew he'd say the kicker.
0: Yeah, he loves the kicker. And, again, uh, that, I, I like Stafford uh, now that he's fully healthy. He was tough. Uh, again, that, wasn't, that game was a little sloppy because of the rain. But again, I like the way they've re- re- reconfigured Lamar Jackson to keep him healthy. Because again, like we, like I said about um, our friends from uh, Philadelphia, you need to be healthy. You're going to win. You, if you're a quarterback, good quarterback, he's got to be upright. Dak has been Dak for the last eight weeks. He's been well, maybe the best player in, a, in the in the in the in the league. And then uh, Zach Wilson, we already talked about. So those are my four. Those are your four players of the week. What's final? Let's finish out the NFL talk with our four
1: or our player of the non-player of the week. Also, since I felt nice this week, I would keep this short and sweet. The referees in the NFL this year are the worst I've ever seen them, even though they got the offside call against Canarius Tony correct. Something needs to be done with these guys, starting with making it a point of emphasis to throw less flags. Joe Brady, what were you doing, man? That was some of the worst clock man—oh, he also— Okay, Joe Brady, and then, so to throw less flags, he also has Joe Brady as um, one of his what-are-you-doing guys, so he's the offensive coordinator of the Bills. Correct. So that was some of the worst clock management I'd ever seen at the end of the game, and they were lucky to get out of Arrowhead with the win after giving the ball back to Mahomes with all that time left. The entire Raiders offense, another one the entire Raiders offense should be embarrassed for their goose egg at home against the Vikings. I can't wait to see the all 22 of what Brian Flores was doing to poor Aaron Aiden McConnell. but to not muster up a single point in a shock is a shocking development. Josh McDaniels is smiling somewhere. <laughs> of course he is. Gruden against the, the, the him it. and Gruden are probably watching the games the, the, together. The Raiders, kind of, the Raiders are kind of the are kind
0: of lost on, in their own world. Well, but, yeah. Again, J. trev watching the All Twenty Two. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. What does
1: he do? Wait, He's J. trev sure. if, if you tell me in the All Twenty Two, does Kadarius Tony point to the ref or no?
0: Yeah, I'm sure that he didn't. But again, the refereeing has been up and down. It always has. And and when you lose or when you have this this much parity, I think I think the winner in NFL is the parity, especially the AFC. Because you got 25 teams who can make the make the playoffs still, but the the losers are are the fraud teams. I'm going to go back as the Eagles, Lions, Jags, and Chiefs are my new fraud teams for the week. San Francisco, Dallas are leading the way. We'll see how Miami plays tonight, uh, and then in Baltimore again. Another team to watch out for. He's he struggled to get to the super, back to the Super Bowl because they haven't been back there like in 12 years. But those teams would be the ones I would I would be really uh, looking forward to. Uh, Miami, Baltimore. Uh, Dallas and our good friends from San Francisco. So that's right, Jack. Uh, now we're going to switch off to baseball, right?
1: I guess, yeah. yeah big baseball.
0: baseball news, huh? The big, huge baseball news. $700 million for t- Shohei Atani. Now, they all tell you, it's all it'll pay itself back. It'll pay itself back. Well, it'll pay itself back somewhere. Uh, the Dodgers can afford him. He's going to defer a lot of money. He's probably going to hit their salary cap at like, uh, not salary cap, but their luxury tax is like five, $50 million a year. Uh, and now they have the great... They, they, they have Mookie, they have Otani, they have Freeman in their lineup, and they have no pitching. So uh, it it's just goes to show you that he's – I love Otani. He's been on my fantasy team for three or four years. Great player. Uh, is, he, is he worth the money? Of course he's worth the money because you could just stream your games to freaking Japan and make a shitload of money. Market everything to Japan and make all that money back. Does it make them a championship team? I don't know. I don't know. They we'll already we'll were a
1: championship team. They blow it every year, and he'll, they, he'll, they won he'll, one he'll, year. He'll probably fit. Yeah, they didn't. They won that, that doesn't count. Okay, yeah, and you know that doesn't. count. I know it doesn't it count. Does, obviously, does it count. doesn't. You just said it counts, but no, it doesn't. Um, no, I said it doesn't count. Yeah, obviously, but why'd you bring it up? They they're horrible. They're choke artists. He he he'll he'll fit right in. Nobody nobody has the balls to say this. That's a horrible contract, honestly. Horrible. He's having Tommy John right now. Second Tommy right? John. His second Tommy John right. surgery. What if he never second recovers Tommy from that? John. You're paying a hitter who's he's probably comparable to Juan Soto in terms of how good they are as hitters. Juan Soto's not getting 10 years, $700 million. Juan
0: Soto is also not from Japan, and you have a whole another market okay, out there, though. Okay, cool, That's the cool market. There you... is a market. He is the most marketable player in the game today. The most marketable player in the game today.
1: Correct. You're going to make money, but I don't—cool, you make money. But how about the luxury tax and where the luxury tax starts to hurt you with draft picks and international signing, and in eight, seven, eight years from now, when they've been over the luxury tax for six, seven, eight, nine years in a row, and Muki's 40 years old, and Otani's yeah. 40 years old— what are they? How are they? They're not going to be able to build up their farm system like they have in the past again, with the again, disadvantages I, I, they I, have, forfeiting draft picks and know. international money. But I, I don't know. But if the Red Sox to
0: give him seventy million a year, we're be thrilled. No, I wouldn't have I, thrilled. But
1: you can thrilled. go back to my take. So Tani was not what the Red Sox need. The Red Sox need pitching now. Pitching now. I agree with you. The Dodgers. I don't know. Now people go, "Oh, you're t- p- party pooper." Blah, blah blah. No, I don't. I think it's a terrible contract. Honestly, it's a terrible contract. It's a great player. He's the best, probably the best player in the history of baseball. But you might never see what you're paying him for.
0: I agree with that. You you take a chance on the two time Tommy John guy with pitching because you're you're giving him the seventy million is for hitting and pitching. That's where the seventy million comes from. I I think that it's is it gonna be like the Stanton contract, some kind of an albatross, or is it gonna be a contract? They don't care. Maybe the maybe these Double guys. What maybe makes. these guys are making so much money. Maybe, if that's, can, that's not
1: the point I'm talking really, what's about the point here. You're talking about I'm there. talking about the luxury tax and how it's going to affect this team down the road. They have to win now. They have to win now. They're not going to be able to get under the luxury tax. This just sounds like a, a uh, John Henry would love to take. like it's John true. Henry every once in a while. The Dodgers did it. They reset at some point. If you're that over the luxury tax, the penalties are severe in baseball. I know there's no salary cap. I know they're going to make money. They're not going to lose money off this. But I'm talking about you get you forfeit draft picks, high draft picks, and you right. forfeit money to sign international players. Right. Which look at the league. Acuna was probably coming out of coming out of. Is he from Venezuela? Venezuela. Coming out, Good for me. Uh, coming out of Venezuela. He probably got a ton of money. You look at Devers, ton of money. All these guys coming out of these places, you won't be able to sign those top, top Latin American so then prospects to, then,
0: then, then, as we revive, then you have to with develop. Then you have to learn to develop players. But you can't. Then you you have can't have develop to non-talent. It doesn't matter though. They don't care. Why do they care? San Diego signs all those guys. Ten years down the road, they're not worried about ten years down the road. Who knows what the know landscape? To of now, in is San Diego like. didn't
1: make the playoffs. I, right,
0: I agree with that. So let's, let's circle back. Uh, Otani's off the board. Uh,
1: Aaron He's Nola's saying, off I'll, the board. I'll be the one to say it's No, everyone's, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Aaron Nola's bad off bad the board. Sonny Gray's off the board. Edward, all these pitchers are off the board. Now we go back to the Red Sox. They're pay- Wait, they're paying guys like $70 million next year to hit. To yeah. DH. Yeah. To play DH. Yeah. $70 million. Can I say something? That's ridiculous. Can I say something? It's, it's ridiculous. not
0: your money. It, it does not, not matter. Your money.
1: It doesn't matter. It's not I, w- your I money. would rather have Juan Soto and Yamamoto for that money. I would. I'd rather get both of them. I'd rather just get those two players signed. I'd rather trade for Juan Soto, sign him, and then I'd rather give him $400 million dollars and then get Yamamoto for $300 million. So you're going to give the that's, guy that's, that's I, what I want. I, a, guy I, a guy, guy I know can pitch and a guy I know can pitch. guy who you know can pitch,
0: but you don't know if he can pitch here. Daisuke Matsuzaka, the biggest guy anybody brought over from it, Japan. It, at least he Years can th- ago, he threw one it, year, he went like 20 and three because he was. Kept at winning least games. he can
1: throw yeah. the baseball. Otani can't throw the baseball. We that's understand all. That's that. All. We understand I'm just that. saying that's, that's my take. We I okay. would rather have Juan Soto and Yamamoto than Otani. So the
0: Yankees are going to come out the winners. If they get
1: Yamamoto, hell yeah. Okay, and if they don't, if the Dodgers get Yamamoto, what do you say? If the Dodgers get Yamamoto, I don't know what's going on, honestly. What talk about my luxury tax? They clearly they don't care. Like I, I said,
0: they've deferred their money. They have no pitching. They're not paying for any there's pitching. There's
1: tiers of the luxury tax. Yeah, is I know that, but right tier, now they're it,
0: not even it, the top tier yet. Even that, 50, it's going to end up being 50 million. Yeah, they're they not, not at even at top the top tier. tier. Okay. okay, forget it, Tony. He signed, sealed, delivered. Yamamoto is not going to come here. Um, why not? He's not going to come here. But why not? Because they're not going to give him fifty million. So then why, a year. why do
1: why do we why do we care anymore? Because you care. You brought it up.
0: You care. So you why care do we about care how about much the, money they if, pay?
1: If, if they're not going to sign, but the Red Sox are in a different situation. The Red Sox aren't paying a guy Yamamoto. Yamamoto would make thirty million a year. Yeah. yeah. Would you pay? 70, okay. Okay. 50 or if, if, on if, the if, books. if
0: Yamamoto came to you and said, "I want five years," what's five threes? Three hundred fifty million. Yes or no?
1: Five years, three hundred fifty million. That's fifty a year, right? Oh, no, 50 seventy a year? No, five. And that would be 250, 20, 250 right?
0: Five years, two fifty. Would um, you do it? Yes or no? Real quick. Yes or no? Up top of your head. Yes or no? I'll go. Oh, blank. I'll space. go yes
1: because the Red Sox don't have that much like total like money on the books like the like the Dodgers do.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay, so let's go to the Red Sox and we've had this discussion at home. Um, I lived through the early nineties when they were bringing in Andre Dawson and. and uh, All sorts of fun people. Wait,
1: what? To defend my point there, five years, the luxury tax, it builds up by the amount of years you're over it in a row. Correct. So you could, if you do five years, it's only five, you could reset after that. So, yeah, that's that. Correct, but That's also why there that are ways. There by. are
0: ways for them to, to maneuver around the luxury tax, which is what they're doing. Well, San Diego gave Xander twelve years or ten years. San it's Diego's going money. bankrupt. Yeah, no, they're not going bankrupt. They don't want the money because they didn't get the money from the TV. And didn't their owner die? No, yes, he did pass away. You're right, I forgot. Who's and taking was, over this? TV their, their owner died, and he was related to the O'Malleys, who once owned the Dodgers. Did you know that? Little fun fact. O'Malley, um, O'Malley on the Red Sox. Um, Martin O'Malley? No, no, no. <laughs> Peter O'Malley. He was of Seidler. I think his name was. Or was he? The, the governor Seidler. of Martin O'Malley. Martin. Is oh, was was, that New Jersey? No. O'Malley was the governor of George of uh, Maryland. Okay. O'Malley see. was Maryland. Close enough. So yes. Politics. I don't want to get into politics. So back to the Red Sox. You you know. Uh, it's not politics. That's who was the governor. I for know. I back am. to the Red Sox. What do you expect them to do? What do you think they should do? What do
1: you think the final outcome is going to be? Uh, the Red Sox, nah, I I'm losing faith in this in the ownership. Because what I mean, is it, December I mean, maybe, 11th? Maybe. And you know what? We were, I might have been wrong about this time. He who must not be named. Uh, it might have been the ownership. Honestly, I think I think we're just a second rate team now. You see it. The Dodgers. It's the Yankees. It's. It's not. It's the Padres. It's I'm missing a team. It's the um, it's Braves. The Mets, it's the Mets. Braves, it's Mets. not us. It's just San not Francisco? the Red Sox anymore. So San Francisco not, and the Red Sox are the same because they can't a, sign a big. There's free no agent? more signing Manny Ramirez. There's no more. Oh yeah. Well, they signed Devers to that outrageous deal. That's different. That's Why is different? that different? Because he's not a free agent. Okay.
0: Why is it different?
1: Because it was not the third time they had a chance to pay a homegrown player, and they finally did it.
0: So okay, let me ask you this: Who are who do you consider to be? The uh, franchise players in the game today. There's probably about five or six of them. Who no, are the there's, guys? That, there's at least are the, 20, 30. There's
1: probably okay. thirty franchise players. I don't. There's too many to name. Okay, give me your top franchise. five. I, I don't. I don't know. Otani. Uh, no. No. I'm. You know what? Because nobody will do it. I'm an Otani hater. No. Ohtani Otani. Otani's just a great Mookie? hitter. He's an elite hitter. What if that goes away? What he's not going. What if, what, if, what if? What if he gets hit by a
0: goddamn car? Of course. What if it goes away? Jesus, Jack. Of course, you can't play it like that. You answer the question. People don't get hit by cars So, So, in so I had I a had discussion with Maybe Dennis. Maybe in Dennis Ingram and I had a discussion about Soto. You only get once to get a generational player. Let's call it a generational player. How many generational players are in the MLB right now? Generational talent. Generational ah, talent. We had one. There's a lot. There's honestly
1: a lot. We had one. Yeah, okay. We traded for shit. Right? A generational talent's a Hall of Famer, is basically what you're
0: okay, saying. Okay, so you're saying there's 50 Hall of Famers in the NMLB? Mm, no, there's, there's, say, or or not, even 15, 15, there's not even 20 30 guys, I would say, are potential future There's not 15 Hall of Famers playing right now, not even 15. Uh, so I think I disagree so with that. I think that's where you, you, you know, listen, Henry pisses me off because they won't spend money. I got to give Craig Bresl, at least to the benefit of the doubt, oh, yeah. that the first thing he did was get rid of Verdugo. The first thing that our, our friend Bloom did was get rid of Mookie. All right? whether what? he was told to get rid of Mookie or not, he got rid of Mookie that's at the, ex- the at the exact wrong time. But there was During the pandemic could... except Mookie. But that's Idiot. my
1: point. My point right now is I'm not blaming Breslow for this, and I'm saying we were, might have been wrong Hein Bloom. I'm bl- it's exactly the owner that wasn't Heim Bloom's fault that that trade happened. Then it was Heim Bloom's fault that he traded for garbage. But they, it wasn't you're blaming about the timing of the trade. That's on John Henry. That's not on Heim Bloom. So, like I said earlier, my hard to I, trade like I said
0: earlier, my my goal was bringing somebody new into here was somebody. We you have to develop pitching somewhere. If you develop pitching, you can use pitching to trade pitching. Breslow now has. He's got the Nick, Nick Yorks. He's got the Blaze the kid. He's got the Blaze. He's got all these guys he can trade. He's got like three guys that are untradeable in that in there. You don't trade Anthony. You don't trade Teal. And you don't trade Meyer. Everybody else you can trade for Cease or whoever you want to get. Corbin Burns, whatever you want to do. He ha- you can't be afraid to make that move, which is what our good friend Dave uh, Dombrowski did. He wasn't also afraid to spend the money either. That's where I'm looking at it from. I look at that from that perspective. But give me a quick uh, rundown on Soto and the Yankees.
1: No, it's a good trade for them. Um, it, it is. The only problem with that trade is you're going to force Aaron Judge to play center field daily. And he breaks down easily, that guy. And center field at Yankee Stadium. Might be the hardest center field to play in baseball because it's so damn big. Because they have the huge power alleys and and the short porches in the right and left field, they're easy to play. But center field's huge, Yankee Stadium. So that's a lot of run around for him. But yeah, they need. He's a left-handed bat. Like he fits the Yankees perfectly. All right, so you're gonna assume they will sign him for I don't upwards know. to thirty five million dollars. But even if they million. don't sign him, they get Michael King, who's good. But it's like even and, uh, for one and year, I'm so, fine with it. Right.
0: And why can't the Red Sox do that? Is my question. I want them. I didn't want them. You, you want Soto? So they didn't where need you, the okay, DH Not sponge. so much Soto as much as any. But let's go and get a good pitcher. Whatever you, you decide yeah. to do, I like so Glass, what now. do you? What do you? Okay, what do you give up for Glass now? Do you say to yourself,
1: "I guess it's not that much."
0: Yeah, you know, because it's he's like twenty-five million, million dollars. a Twenty-five coming.
1: million. He's hurt and he's up, but if right. you don't have to give up much for one year, of Glass now, who if he stays healthy, he's potentially the best pitcher in baseball.
0: Okay, I'm going to run down for the Red Sox. This is just the Red Sox. This is the, the the free agents that are left. All right, for the Red Sox, I want you to give me up or down, yes or no. Would you go after him or not? These are just in the order that ESPN had them. Yamamoto, yes or no. Obviously, I got a yes on Yamamoto. Uh, Blake Snell, yes or no? Uh,
1: no, but it depends. If 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 it's all they can get, yes.
0: I think I think that Blake Snell scares me a little bit, but you know what? He eats innings. He throws pitches. You'd have to extend him a little bit. Uh, I go yes that's on Blake the long, Snell. That's the long way of saying what I yeah I know. <laughs> what I said. Okay, but he's a risk. He's a, it's a risky bet, but it's better. It's better than getting um, nothing. Uh, uh, Seth Lugo, um, Cody Bellinger, yes or no? No. No, I was not the money. Don't they don't him. need the left-handed hitter. Aaron Nola's gone. Jordan Montgomery, one of my favorites. Yes. Jordan Montgomery. Yeah,
1: because he can pitch.
0: All the way, yes. I agree with you on that, yes. Josh Hader. No. Don't need him. Why? I just, I, I don't it, think we need him. Why we pay well, they the already pay $15 million to what's-his-name, Kenley Jansen. Yeah. Uh, Matt Chapman, your favorite player. Pass. No. Uh Eduardo Rodriguez signed. Sonny Gray signed. Shoto Ingmagania. I don't care. He's the Japanese pitcher, guy. Yeah. Go sign him. He's left-handed pitcher. Lucas Giolito, there's there's a good one.
1: Yeah, because he could pitch, but it depends on how much how many years it is.
0: And then your friend Marcus Stroman, no, because he and the manager don't
1: get along, right? And uh, he would have a trouble. He'd have a tough time in this. Then, then, then we, there's we, the, I guarantee then you, there's the run- look, I'm just gonna say uh, uh, this: uh, uh, if Stromo is in Boston, the over under before he calls the entire fan base racist would be a month and a half. Month? I give it a month. Yeah. By the way, I so you go take the under.
0: Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of outfielders, uh, Jung Hoo Lee. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Tosca and Hernandez, Lords Guriel. Yeah, who cares? Uh, uh, Guriel, they uh, they're just interested nothing. in Guriel, right? Just, yeah, they are interested. in Gurriel. Okay,
1: well they got they they got the O'Neill kid, right?
0: Yes, they picked O'Neill up, right? right? Play center field. Um, they don't need it
1: here. Before we gotta, we'll, we'll get. I, I got I got a list of um, franchise players here. So I'll go. These guys. So here we go. You said not 15 Hall of Famers playing right now. Yeah, I, here I go. think there might be. Okay, go. Otani.
0: Yes. Acuna, yes, eh, yes. If he, he's, well, not Damn. yet, but yeah, dude,
1: maybe, dude. If you come on, go keep. There's going. a seventy. 70- hey, you know what's
0: funny about those two? They're both of
1: my fans. There's a seventy percent chance he makes the <laughs> he makes the Hall of Fame. I'd say Acuna. No, oh, no, it's me. higher, it's higher. Okay, go. Otani Acuna, Matt Olson, no, very good chance of making the Hall. He will fame not make it, the Hall of Fame because he'll probably hit five hundred. Will home runs. not make the Hall of Fame. He's a good chance. Uh, Freddie Freeman, lock. He's a lock for the Betts, Hall. Of fame. lock. Who? Mookie Betts, lock. Yes. Uh mm-hmm. Soto probably will make it. Well, Soto will see what happens. Yep. I'll tell you what, Simeon, if he if he gets like three thousand hits and he keeps playing all these games, second baseman not har- second, second, bas- second baseman don't make it. Kyle Tucker it. has a chance, but that's a long not way away. He He's a franchise player. Corbin Carroll, a chance, franchise player. Uh Alex Bregman, <sighs> a small I, I, chance. Not fran- I made a mistake. Generational talent.
0: Mm-hmm. Generational talent.
1: I I don't know. generational talent. Corbin corbin saying like, mm. a game of I don't know. Soto do I'll Carole, give you Soto I'll t-
0: those top five I'll give you generational talents, no doubt about it. And I'll give Matt Olson almost generational talent, Freddie Freeman generational talent. Who's next on yours Devers? No, because now, we're, now
1: no, we're we're off we're off the Hall of Famers there. So yeah, no, there's there's around fifteen guys in the league right now who I could see making the Hall of Fame, at least. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I that's I, not, I that's disagree. A crazy with you, point. I
0: made did I make up the fifteen points?
1: Yeah, you, I said, said that. You yeah. said 15.
0: Yeah, I said, I don't think it's 15.
1: Well, you said franchise players originally. Uh, I mean, like, a, a franchise like players, right.
0: Yeah, everybody has a franchise player. We have we have Marcelo Meyer and, and Roman Anthony. Yeah. So, all right, what do you got next? Um, I got nothing. You got nothing left? How about, I'm just going to get on this list real deep. Craig Kimbrell signed uh, with uh, Baltimore. God bless them. They needed a pitcher. How about if they signed Kenta Miata or Mike Clevenger or uh, Jack Flaherty's available? There's a lot of good players available there. So that's just a look at this. I think, I think what's going to happen is they're going to see where they end up with Yamamoto. They're going to see where they end up with uh, Jordan Montgomery. They'll see where they end up with—I with, I think they end up with, like, Montgomery and Giolito, and then they make a deal for the cease or the Corbin with some of these minor league talent guys that are top 10 in their system who aren't really going to make an impact. If they really have a lot of belief in uh, Rafael, they don't need uh, Nick Yorks of the world. They don't need Blaze of the world. They just take the chance and move those guys. The problem with baseball people, uh, baseball fans, they fall in love with prospects and don't understand that sometimes you need to move them. Hence, Moncada and uh, what's his name for for um, sale? Kopek. Um, Kopek for sale. You know that's what you, you, sometimes you got to give to get, and I think that's something they have to. Yankees decided to give to get for one year. Socks have to look to do that for for me, and that's a uh, um, baseball. Now, just real quickly, as we Matt fa- Olson
1: is going to be thirty years old next year. He already has two hundred thirty home runs. So again, if he. Hit- if he hits five hundred on runs, you make the Hall of Fame.
0: Well, Rafael Palmeiro is not in the Hall of Fame. Well, Martin is not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay. Olsen's probably on steroids. We too. we all know why. Yeah, they're all on steroids. You know that. Uh real real quick as we finish up here, ranking um the MLB teams right now. Right now. Uh give me give me your top five MLB. Right now, I don't know.
1: I just, uh, the Astros. Astros. Um, yep. The Braves. Yep. The Padres. <laughs> Maybe. The Yankees. Yeah. You're missing the biggest team. Yeah, but I,
0: if I'm going to be a hater, I can't say them. You can't say them. Okay, so uh, I'm going go Dod- <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm to go, go, go Dodgers. Not nope. saying I'm going to go. I'm going to go Dodgers. who Jack won't say. Uh, Dodgers and Braves in the National League, and Philly in National League. I think they got. They got. They're as of right now a really good baseball team. Uh, and then over in the American League, I'm going to go with Astros, which you went with. I'll go with Texas, which you're with. And I'm going to go back to Toronto because I think they're going to make some decisions to sign some big people. So that's six. So I'll take um, I'll take the three National League teams, the Astros and the Rangers, in the American League as the top ten teams. The other thing's going on this week. Um, tomorrow is the opening um, basketball game for our boys from uh, Wilmington High School, and I know that we had a lot of fun with that last week. Uh, oh yeah, you're going to you're going to show up to the Winchester game tomorrow. Is that correct, Jack?
1: I guess I might need security. I you're not going to need security. They're all. They better win this game. That's all I'm saying. It's just, look, if, 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 if they beat Winchester, I'll be the first person to say I was wrong. But if they lose to Winchester, there is nobody who likes being right more than I do. So you better win this game. Okay,
0: that's so that, that's the track. that's it. the gauntlet. And then they play Friday Stoneham, so they got to be at least no, one and stone, one. That's a that's a got to be at least one and one. That's like the Chiefs it's playing one the, the one. Patriots. Uh, next week. Any update on
1: your uh, your quiz for everyone? No, not really. I, I got I, I should do that. It, it's going to be easy, but then again, it might not be easy. But like you gave you gave a question or something. Like one of them like, where Charles Barkley go to college? I don't know where he go to college. Yeah, yeah. You, how about you do. where do Eli like Manning go to college? Yeah, that's easy too. But where do Eli like Manning's dad go to college? That's easy too. Well, because it's the same school. That's but true. yeah, no, that's that's that that's the, the general types type stuff that you'll see on that quiz. It might be like it might be like um, who did LeBron beat to win his first title, or who did who did Mike Nah? That, that, even because even that I don't even know who Michael Jordan beat to win his. first oh, wait, title. How about this one?
0: <laughs> who was the MVP of the in season tournament?
1: Oh, yeah, we should talk about that. So I was looking. Oh, Anthony Davis, you're all pissed. Anthony Davis, 41, pissed and <laughs> 41 and 20. 41 and 20 doesn't get an MVP. But LeBron played great in those oh, other games. This is all, this
0: is, you know and I hope, Tiago, you're listening. Yeah, I hope Tiago's listening. This is all LeBron bullshit. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Anthony Davis should have been the MVP. I know LeBron played great, and I know he's going to fall apart in April anyway. So it doesn't matter. But
1: Anthony Davis should be the MVP. That's my take. I don't. I don't know. i like seeing that Halliburton doing Dame time to Dame and Dame getting all pissed off about it. Uh, the the Pacers shooting twenty percent from three in like both games after they beat yeah, the Celtics yeah. with their fifty percent sure. shooting from threes. Just you know, what are you gonna do? The Celtics did bounce back nice against the next Porzingis is back. He's just I mean, he's phenomenal. Uh Derek White, best player to ever live. They the, male, the the who's who's the male's version of Taylor Swift. It's Derek White, obviously. The male version of Taylor Swift is Derek White. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He's the most he's the most okay. universally in Boston, if okay. you were to go approval rating of people in Boston, he would have the highest approval rating of any single person in Boston right now.
0: I don't think that's true. I do. I don't know that in Wilmington, Jack Boyle would not be the highest sinker in Not even close. Place.
1: But I don't. Agree that's either. true. We'll find throw that one out to person. Our look, because it's like find one person say a bad thing about Otani. Me. Uh, find one person say a bad thing about Derek White. Nobody. Me. Absolutely nobody. Nobody in town will. But ever. Oh, whatever. I don't. Nobody well, that's in town. Bad, nobody in this town. Ta- that yeah, that might the be.
0: The, that might be the worst take of the year. You don't
1: think Derek White has the Swift. highest approval rating in this town? No,
0: not even close. Not even close. You think, sh- think J- Jalen Brown's approval rating not is not too high? Not even close. Well,
1: not give close. me a name then. Porzingis is higher approval not rating. Not even close. Tatum's higher approval rating. Nope. Al Horford. Nope, because people get pissed at Tatum at a time and time. Nope, that not Al Horford. We'll nope. Derek White we'll is see. plays the game the right way. The right way. We'll see what happens. I don't that is what James, how about when James Naismith created basketball. When James Naismith created basketball. Here we go. Here we go. Go. He he, go. he was thinking about this game. And what he thought about was Derek White. Honestly, that's what he thought about. I want this game to be played like this. All right. So there we
0: got Jack's big take on Derek White here as we close out uh, episode 18. Hopefully I'm alive by next week. Hopefully uh, good luck to our boys on the game. Before this goes on air, we'll know whether they won or lost against Winchester. And hopefully we'll get a good week going on. Do you have anything else?
1: I just – they think like I I do – I care about this Winchester game, but it's not the biggest game of the week for me. I I do have the game at Anfield. So, again, hopefully when we're in next week we don't, you know – because if, if hopefully if, they're two zero oh when we come in. If it goes bad, if it goes bad this over the weekend, I honestly think we'll just do a whole podcast with me just sulking. Honestly,
0: yeah. oh, I can't wait. We should bring Chris in too. Then I, I got I was though. I was
1: depressed. Actually, after you know the what? Maybe year. we'll bring. Honestly, your,
0: maybe we'll see if Amanda, your sister can come in next week, and pops coming up too. So we got a lot of guests coming up, and Christmas is all on its way as well. So again, thanks for listening to episode eighteen of It All Boils Down to This. For Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle, and we'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We're always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle 22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.